Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day, it will brighten all our way. If we keep on the sunny side of life. This is the Sound of Squim, podcasting purple places and pleasant people. I'm Jill Varvel, your host. Today we're at Victor's Lavender Farm where we're conducting a podcast, but we're also filming. And this can be found at soundofsquim.com. So um, Victor's Lavender Farm holds a special place in my heart because it is the very first lavender farm that I visited after moving to Squim. And uh, one sunny, warm evening in July of, I think it was 2016, uh, some friends and I showed up here to Victor's and uh smelled some wonderful lavender along with some um, lavender tamales and a bunch of people were out there milling about and the sounds of Joy and Mudville were coming from the barn where they hold an annual um, barn dance. So all kinds of wonderful memories from my very experience out here at Victor's. So I um, wanted to express special appreciation to you, Victor, for agreeing to interview us today. So I'm wondering, how long have you owned and operated Victor's Lavender Farm? Well, I have been operating Victor's Lavender Farm since uh, the winter of 2003. So up until now, it's uh, already four, 14 years, pretty much. Okay. But I have been growing lavender for up to 20 years already. Wow. And how long have you been interested in lavender growing and farming? Well, that's a good question since uh, I, since somebody introduced this unique lavender to me, I saw this uh, plant really, I love the looks, I love the smell. So that got me very interested and, uh, and, and get to know a little bit more about this plant. So I have been going through a lot, but I really love the looks and the smell and the fact that not only me but almost everybody every every person i have met they love lavender (laughs) so tell us about your farm well my farm is a a wholesale of lavender operation and Mm -hmm. we are building a a retail business too so i operate right here in a two acre farm and also i like to uh, get involved with my neighbors you know i like to have my neighbors involved, that way, you know, they, they have support me, I have a big support from them. So I'm leasing two more acres from my neighbor. So I'm sitting in four acres on their farm. But my business, the uh, Victor Lavender, is not too much about acres. I more specialize in, in greenhouse operation, a nursery, where I have a lot of thousands of square footage to grow thousands of lavender farms, right? So that's pretty much all about Victor's Lavender, specializing in the life lavender plant. Okay. And there, there are several lavender farms uh, here on the Olympic Peninsula. How is Victor's different than some of the others? And that's a broad question. But um, <laughs> there is a big difference because, like I said, Victor's Lavender specializes and produce and reproduce pretty close to half a million lavender plants per season. Victor's lavender is well known, national and international. Uh, I have the opportunity to travel all over the United States and Canada, as well as overseas of North Africa, 
uh, Middle East, the Lebanon, uh, Syria. I have been in Peru. I have been in uh, Mexico, of course. So, back to love that some people call it, this is where the magic starts. <laughs> Everybody else depends from a business like, like me, like Victor's lavender, right? Because I'm specialized not only in growing these unique lavender plants, but do you know how many varieties exist? There's over 400 varieties of lavender. So right here in my operation, I try to carry it about 150 different varieties. Because that, I have the, the varieties that will be growing well in all these different climates, right? Uh, the United Lavender is growing all over the United States, Canada, Mexico. Um, I have varieties that grow in tropical states. I have varieties that will grow in the coldest state you can imagine. I have varieties that will grow in a hot, hot and humid states because the variety that I have to carry it. So I have to specialize and know not only how to reproduce these cuttings, also a little bit of the science behind to help all my customers understand uh, all the uses of these lavenders, see? So that's, that's the difference between my farm and the rest of the farms. This is where the magic starts. I have what they need. Wow, I had no idea. 150 varieties here at your farm, there's, that's yeah, tremendous. There's over 400 varieties in the industry, so there is a lot to talk about, about lavender, I mean. You know, uh, People sometimes think lavender is purple and smell good. That's all they know, right? But for my business, um, I build other farms, I will say. So when I travel, I travel to help them how to build and how to avoid all the mistakes that I have been going through. So mistakes are done. So I go and sit with them and review their site and their soil type and their soil analysis and their business and, and everything. So I help them how to avoid all these mistakes. To be successful and I'm behind everything, so I'm pretty much at the bottom of everybody pushing the industry because my su success de depends from their success. So I don't want they to fail, you know, regardless of where they are located. You know, they located in Wisconsin, New York, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, regardless of where they located. I'm there supporting every single day. So that's the difference between my farm and the rest of the farms. Wow. Uh, I have a plant for them. Wow, sounds like a labor of love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it, is, it is work, yes. well, I love it. Right. I love it. So we're, we're coming upon the uh, lavender weekend, what I think is like 11 days away. How much in advance do you personally prepare for lavender weekend specifically? I mean, I know you're at this probably all yeah. year round. Yeah, well, I mean, I live here, I work here, so pretty much every day, but you know, my farm goes in cycles, you know, so when early in the season I have to deal with the shipping, delivery, and, and all that stuff, uh, and then by late May, pretty much, mid-June, I'm pretty much done with all that, so my whole focus now is festival. Mm. So pretty much starting the beginning of June, for me, for my staff, it's all festival, festival, uh, the farmers are already here, the fields are already clean. I gotta make sure that the inventory is up to, to you know, to have everything that consumer will come and look for and find it. And uh, so it take me about a month pretty much to prepare the farm, 
to manicure the farm for these, all these consumers and people and customers to come and enjoy. Right. Oh, well, thank you for that. Uh, and uh, first thing I noticed when I um, showed up is you have a really nice shop. Um, yes. How, can you tell me about what, how, what, what goes into your shop? Just tell me about your shop. Yeah, we opened uh, our shop Memorial Day weekend through the end of September this okay. year. Okay. However, probably next year I will open my shop only Memorial Day weekend to the end of the festival, to the okay. end of July, right? Uh, because this is a, a, a working lavender farm, so I need to produce all products for different products for all my customers. Uh, but I have a lot of beautiful stuff, everything they can imagine from cookies to ice cream to uh, lavender festival, I mean wine, um, yeah. margaritas, yeah. tamales, yeah. sausage. Yeah. Uh, it's nothing better than that. Nothing right? at all. So nothing that's, at all. That, that's taking me what I'm on to prepare. Well, thank you again for uh, the interview and really looking forward to uh, Lavender Weekend. And uh, thank you so much. And uh, what is the website for Victor's Lavender? Uh, www.victorslavender.com. Okay. Oh, I, I think it's right up here. <laughs> Victor'slavender.com. <laughs> so, all right. One of my fields. Oh, wonderful. And oh, thank you for the interview here. Thank you and, so much. Uh, that's my pleasure. Appreciate so, it. So thank you again. All righty.